How many of you realize that United States of America was a church relocation project? How many really realize that? I think that there are so many people today that are being swung in the other direction. One good thing about getting old, and it, you know, you're getting closer to heaven. Uh, right, Doc? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. But I can remember in the first grade, that's quite a while ago, I remember a Bible being on the teacher's desk. I remember us standing and saying the pledge, like we said here this morning, and we didn't do like NBC did at the U.S. Open and leave out In God We Trust and then try to apologize for it after. And then we also, we also had a time of silent prayer. You see, what's lacking today is the fiber that is really needed to move us back to where we really need to be. And where that is going to come from is the church of Jesus Christ. This morning uh, on my walk, me and my dog, it wasn't Jan, it was me and the dog. Some of you might have missed that. <laughs> Hello. She's teaching. She's not in here to defend herself right now. But I bumped in. Uh, it's, it's interesting when you, when you uh, have certain paths that you walk. I meet certain people. In fact, I've, I met a guy that I'm sharing the Lord with on the walk. We stop now and talk in his driveway. I'm really setting the guy up and dropped a book off, sharing the Lord with him. But this particular lady works for a denomination. She's a secretary in the headquarters of a denomination in our city. And in the last few days, uh, they've been in the news because one of their ministers uh, participated in a ceremony. And uh, you might know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get into great specifics. And uh, they're trying to figure out what to do with this situation. And we got to talking about it. We spent about 10 minutes. She stopped. She asked me what I thought. And I told her, I said, you know what? You love the sinner, but you detest the sin. And then I shared the scripture with her because I know the particular portions of scripture that deal with that issue. And whenever you move away from the scripture, you move away from the truth. I, I really believe that, you know, the public schools are... Uh, teachers in public schools are real heroes, but there is a but. When people have allowed the word to be taken off the desk of the teacher, are, are you there? Then things begin to deteriorate. And so then going back to this lady this morning, she drove by the site of the new church that, that we're building, building. This is the church. And uh, talked to her about the future and what's happening. She says, I can't believe we're closing churches left and right. And you guys are growing. Well, the reality is this. There is a hunger for reality. And, and, and people fight against the very thing that they need to hear the most. And when we come back to what America is, and I, and I was telling this lady this morning, I said, I really believe. I've got grandkids. My daughter's going to have a baby here in a, in a couple of weeks. Our two grandsons are coming in tomorrow with their parents from Utah. And I want them to experience 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years from now, the greatness of America. But there's a message to those of you that are my age or in your 40s, 30s, whatever, that if you don't stand up, the very thing that makes us great will be taken away from us. Did you hear what I was saying? And you cannot be passive on this. You've got to have some spiritual guts. You see, the cross is our statue of liberty. That cross where Jesus gave his life, 
We might have that lady standing in New York Harbor with her arm raised. And, and really, America is all about Christianity. It's all about the Scripture that I'm going to read to you. And then I want to read something that one of our former pe- presidents uh, uh, declared along with the Congress. But this Scripture, it says, if. How many know if is an interesting word? It makes a determination that you might do it or you might not. And I'm telling you, if the church of Jesus Christ doesn't stand up, there might come a day where I'd be stopped for wearing what I'm wearing today. I got an email this week from someone, and the ACLU is is actively trying to get the crosses taken off the graves of military soldiers. Now, I don't think they'll achieve that, but the fact that that can even be put out there maddens me. I mean, I want to kick some serious tail. How about you? Come on now. If. And if we don't stand up, there might be a day where they'll shut down public gatherings like this. You see, America is not going to fall from some attack from the outside. What's going to happen if we don't stand up in the church is we'll crumble from the inside. If you're a student of history at all, you'll find that that's what happens to great movements over the time frame of history. Most of them, now maybe some outside force gave it, you know, like the final kick. It's like that last angry bird hitting the bottom of the foundation there. Some of you know what I'm talking about. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You see, we live in a society now that is, is calling wickedness good. Hello? will turn from their wicked ways. And this is a message to God's people. And turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers made in this place. So I believe God is going to do some things, and we need to just return. Pastor Ryan mentioned earlier that Dave Gothier will be back in our uh, reception area back here. He has some documents. I don't know if, if he has a bunch of them with him, but we have at our home a whole set of these documents that Dave gave to us years ago. And they really are nothing that we made up. These are foundational principles and doctrines of our country. And we don't have to go back that far. But I want to ask you today with, this, with the climate that we have politically. Now, I'm not talking about what side of the aisle you're on. I'll tell you what side of the aisle I'm on. I'm on the side of the aisle that is for the Bible. I'm on the side of the aisle that is for life and liberty and godliness, right? And there's corruption on both sides. This is a joint resolution of the 97th Congress of the United States of America and the president dated October 4th, 1982. That's not so far back. That's a while, but not that bad. And they declared 1983 the year of the Bible. Public Law 97-280. Listen to this. Whereas the Bible, the Word of God, has made a unique contribution to the shaping of the United States as a distinctive and blessed nation and people. Whereas deeply held religious convictions springing from the Holy Scripture led to the early settlement of our nation. Whereas... Biblical teaching inspired concepts of civil government that are contained in our Declaration of Independence and Constitution of the United States. Let me just in, 
object here, friends. This separation of church and state piece of garbage. Now, that, that is not a piece of garbage. You know what that really means? Is that the government should not be messing with the church. They've taken it and did a 180 with it, and we need to turn it back. Somebody say amen. amen. Can I get a witness from the congregation? Amen. Oh. Whereas many of our great national leaders, among them President Washington, Jackson, Lincoln, we saw his picture, we, we heard Ryan read that great speech in Wilson, paid tributes to the surpassing influence of the Bible in our country's development. As in the words of President Jackson, that the Bible is the rock on which our republic stands. Think about that. It's the rock on which our republic stands or rests, whereas the history of our nation clearly illustrates the value of voluntarily applying the teachings of Scripture in the lives of individuals, families, and society, whereas this nation faces great challenges that will test the nation as it has never been tested before. Nineteen years ago this was written, and we are now in the midst of the test. And I ask you, ladies and gentlemen, what kind of grade are we going to receive? Whereas that renewing of our knowledge of and faith in God through Holy Scriptures can strengthen us as a nation and a people, now therefore be it resolved by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled that the president is authorized and requested to designate 1983 as a national year of the Bible in recognition of both the formative influence of the Bible has been for our nation and our nation need to study and apply the teachings of Holy Scripture. That's why we don't want it out of the schools. That's why we don't want it out of the halls of our legislative branches here in the state and in the federal level. Guess who signed this? Thomas Tip O'Neill, Speaker of the House. Some of you might remember what side of the aisle he was on. Strom Thurmond, older than dirt then. <laughs> President of the Senate pro temp. Approved October 4th, 1988. Ronald Reagan, President of the United States. Let's stand and in just a moment they're gonna close in a, in a number. I hope that in some sense that something will rise up in you. We encourage you, if you're in town, be with us next Sunday here on the 3rd, and we're going to celebrate again. But I just want to personally challenge every one of you. You know, so many times we, we believe what we hear without checking the facts. For those of us that are old and watched Howdy Doody on TV, and then as we went past that, there was a, a, a show, and Sergeant Friday, he would, they would knock at a door, and, 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 and they would start questioning, and he would always have this line, just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. And I want to tell you, when you check the facts, you will find out that America was established, and the genius of this thing called America rested on the Bible. It did not rest on anything else but the Bible. And I will tell you this, if you attack the foundation and you remove the foundation principles, the next step is the building will begin to crumble. 
Now, God has not changed. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So let us as a people be resolved to not just have one year of the Bible, but that we would have every year of the Bible. So that beautiful little girls with talent in the future can stand before churches and cities and sporting events and sing what we've sung today. I think there needs to be a spirit of repentance. And the first thing you need to do if you really want to grasp this is become a biblical Christian. And that simply means you're a sinner. Yes, there are sinners out there in all kinds of different applications of sin, and God loves them all. But he died on a cross, shed his blood so that you can have eternal life. And then that we can take these kinds of stands so that someday when we're gone or I'm gone, that my little grandchildren and your little grandchildren will be able to stand and enjoy what we've enjoyed. And that the price that the patriots paid will not be in vain. I'd like you to bow your head just for a moment. I'm going to do two things before we close. First thing is this, if you're here today, maybe you just came because you were dragged, and, but maybe you came because something just compelled you to come, but you're not sure if you died right now, if you'd go to heaven. I tell you what, we can make sure that you're sure by you praying a very simple prayer with us. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I want you to look into your heart and ask yourself that very piercing question. I'm not talking about a religion, I'm talking about a relationship. Let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. And Lord, today, I ask you into my life, ask you to forgive my sins because you died for me and you shed your blood for me. And now I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And as your heads remain bowed and your eyes closed, and those of you that prayed that prayer, do stop by out at our reception table. Pastor Mary, someone will be there. We want to help you with your new walk with Christ. But how many of you have allowed a spirit of sort of a lethargic spirit? And you haven't spoken up because you don't want to, you don't want to cause any trouble. You don't want to rock the boat. You see, I want to tell you it's time for the church to rock the boat. It's time for the church's voice to be heard against that voice that would be against family values and against God. And, against, and, and you just want to say, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm getting back involved. Would you raise your hand right now? Father, I thank you today that you have called us to be a people. Lord, we are at war. Lord, we sang it over the years. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. And now, Father, we pray that that cross and what was paid for on that cross will cause us to stand strong and, Lord, to be what you would have us to be. In Jesus' name we pray it and everybody said amen. 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 Put a smile on your face, right?